Woo, all right, we're on. Good. Ready. We're live. We're live. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> With big smiles. <laughs> Welcome back, Will. Hello, sir. How, how are, are you? I'm well, how are you? I'm really good. Nice Welcome back, Greg. Hello. We've done a podcast before, do you remember? We have, It was yes. all a long time ago. We were in a, a cafe. Back, yeah, we were at, um, I don't think that cafe exists anymore. No, it's yeah. still a cafe, but it's been re, rehomed and re-owned yeah. several times. Yeah, twice, yeah. I think. <laughs> it's a, a similar chair, though. Was it? An armchair, wingback chair. We've got like a consistent this. aesthetic yeah, we tried to make. I mean, yeah. it's obviously your chair. It's a style I enjoy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was always my dream to own chairs like this. I thought I'll retire to my office, surround myself with books, I'll just smoke a cigar and get a whiskey, and I'll just feel smart about all the stuff that I've done. <laughs> but then instead of waiting until I retired, I just bought them on bought Facebook them. Marketplace. Yeah. <laughs> I just literally just bought them. I thought, I'm not, I'm not going to wait until I retire. I'm just going to go for now. it. Yeah, I'm just going to go for it. Yeah, good. Um... So today, I am joined by two fantastic guests. We've got um, my beautiful and magical co-host, as always, it's Will Hukin. Magical being the main word there. <laughs> I think beautiful's the main word. Oh! Ooh. Oh! Ooh. Stop I, it. I wore a pink t-shirt, but I had to change it because you were making me sweat. I, I have that effect on you, <laughs> and only you. <laughs> literally, literally. And we're also joined by an, the most annoyingly jacked physio that exists. You're looking tanned as well. I'm okay. tanned! Go how home, Greg! A lot of golf, yeah. How, golf? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You definitely got to play golf. Of course he golf. I swear for that. Those, those shorts have got golf balls in them, I know they have. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it now. Stop it now. It's too early in the podcast for that level of flirting. But no, we do have Greg Roberts here. And Greg, Greg Roberts. Wow. I, think, I think round of applause. Thanks, thanks for having me. Man, man. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Um, one of the best physiotherapists in the world, in my opinion. Wow. That I'll is... tell you straight. It's a bold statement. I'm, you know me. I'm hoping I I'll can... I'll flirt in person and behind you. I back You know me. <laughs> I don't know how you can have hair that's that blonde and be that tanned. That's true, actually. Now, how does that work? Chuffing There's an unfair on. level we, of we genetics. We don't need you. <laughs> when God was giving out the genetics, <laughs> decent amount got partitioned over to you, mm-hmm. literally. Have you ever done the 23andMe genetic thing? No. No. Oh, come no. on. You've got to be... Just to find out where. Could get it's got to be Viking style for you. Right? I think it is, yeah. I think it's Scandi, for sure. It's got to be. It's got to be. Oh, yeah. Mine yeah. was. Uh, was it? It said, if you go back more than four generations in my family, it said fully Scandinavian. And yours is so long it's see-through. It said, <laughs> Fa- <laughs> Father Time sorted my hair out. That's, that's Father Time is my barber. No. <laughs> God giveth, God taketh away. It to us all. <laughs> <laughs> it might not to you. Your hairline yes. looks excellent. So does yours, to be fair. Your hairline's looking nice. We should be good. We should, yeah, be, your we should be okay. Your hairline's looking be, nice. Hopefully fine. I had full blonde hair until I started testosterone replacement therapy when I was about 18 or 19. Gone. And then within one year, dropped. Yeah, it just started going back there. And when it, when it got to... Real thin. I was going to say, when was the point at which you were Quite like, fast. It's gone. Quite fast. Okay. There was no combing over of anything. Yeah, okay. By the time or, it got or forward. My... Or forward. No, no direction. No direction. Um, my father's bald. Okay. So I knew. I already knew my fate. Okay. And by the time it had got sealed. to back a little bit... Yeah. I've not got my wallet, otherwise I'd show you my driving license because I, I shaved my head just after that. that okay. Um, so that so I've, got hair, I've got hair and no beard on my driving don't license. Ever, yeah, don't ever change upside down, Connor. Yeah. And it's not the way I'd know him. <laughs> or love him. Go stay like Definitely. No, and then I just buzzed it. <laughs> yeah. um, but it suits you. Thank you. Yeah, You've never seen me any other way, so you're no, definitely no, biased. Yeah. So yeah, I appreciate true. that. Because yeah. the way I pick you out of a crowd is I look for the three death stars of head and delts. Yes. That's you. Ooh, ooh, you. Got those round <laughs> shoulders. And head. It all just, you know, <laughs> yes. All like bald. A cloud. He's like, whoop, whoop, whoop. All bald. That's my guy. Yeah. Shiny and streamlined. Yeah. No hair. You can't have hairy shoulders. 
no, no. hairish no, 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 or, no. or or back hairs. No, real. no, no, not real. <laughs> these these things can't exist. Back <laughs> not real. Some poor guy is <laughs> <was> crying. <laughs> <laughs> no, these things are not real. Oh, anyway, God. I think we should start the podcast. Here. <laughs> Probably because we're actually on a time limit. We're actually on a time limit. You've got to leave by what time? About one ish. Yes, so one ish. All right. We've got we've got a good time. We've got questions for you, sir. Cool. We've got questions for you, Mark. Good. My, the first thing I'd like to go through, though, is could you give us a little bit of a background of who you are and how you got here? Okay. Because obviously, today's the peak of your career. Okay. Obviously, obviously you can... It's you can, the pinnacle. You can tell your children and, and wife that you've made it now. At least you can you made say, it on the Slim Society. Tell your, call your mother, look, mummy, I'm on TV. Right this, this Today, being on, on this show with me and Will is obviously the, the, pinnacle. the pinnacle. It's the peak of it. your career today. So I, I have to how have you that. made it to here, Greg? Um, so I studied physio in Sheffield, um, worked in the NHS initially, just because I suppose it's an invaluable thing to kind of uh, gain your experience, deal with a lot of different people. Wait, um, so you did you, you went to university? Yeah, in yeah, Sheffield, Sheffield and did physio. Did physio and then started at the NHS. And then worked in the NHS initially as um, a physio. As a physio, yes. yeah. So you do like rotation, so you kind of do a bit like a junior doctor would. You do. A, three or four three to six months in each kind of setting and kind of learn learn your stripes so to speak but i always kind of knew i didn't i didn't want to stay in the nhs not okay. i didn't feel like I, I didn't owe it that i just um i kind of knew which direction i felt i wanted to work in and that was kind of uh, musculoskeletal physio so yeah uh, from there the jacked profession <laughs> yeah. um, muscular and skeletal physio as opposed to what other types <laughs> you get neurophysios so uh, neurophysios neurophysios. yeah who look after kind of Patients who suffered strokes or had brain injuries. Um, Interesting. And then you all get right. the respiratory side, which with COVID and all that has been pretty mega. So they deal. They just look. They look after people's chests basically. So they chest clearance techniques. These are the things that people wouldn't even know physios did. This is why yeah. you see the face yeah, I'm like, pulling. I'm thinking, <laughs> what even is yeah, it? Everyone just assumes physios is like the guy who runs on with the magic spray. You know, that's kind of whatever. The magic spray. The, the, the magician. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, so the player goes down on the field. Oh, oh, here comes the physio. He's got the, he's got the magic spray. Oh, he's better now. He's fine. The game can go on. That's I, I literally said this to you <laughs> earlier, didn't small, I? Yeah, that one of the questions. One of the points, I'm yeah. not going to ask you this question now, but one of the questions I've got written down for you um, is: I wanted to ask you what you th- at some point what you think a physiotherapist's role is it, it is in health. Yeah, okay. because I think a lot of people think that you're Jesus and you've got magical healing hands. Absolutely, and yeah. you go to the physio <laughs> yeah. and you just don't let yeah. the illusion down. No, no, that's, no, yeah. And it what's this isn't. magical spray? So, no, no water <laughs> typically. It's just what, what are you kidding? <laughs> it's metaphor. Is this, I don't know if this yeah, is a joke no, or a real thing. I don't. No, know it's any, a joke. It's yeah. So I it's know nothing about sports. No, so it's like generally speaking, yeah. No, that, but that's what most people when they think, what is it? Who's a physio? Oh yeah, he's the guy who you know he stands on the side of the sports field and runs on when a if player I think is physio, I think. What what are the bands called? Theraband. Theraband. Yeah, I think Theraband. That's quite. That actually Theraband wine means. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good in a way because it means at least there's some thought of relating it to exercise and some form of strength yes. training element, shall we say? Yeah. See, these quite, are the things that quite, I just like about Greg's brain. Yeah. Yeah. So why he's the best physio. <laughs> it's like you know when you ask a question and he goes, mm, "This is more important." <laughs> he's like Theraband wanker. Yeah. yeah. Well, but he's trying something. He's at least trying to do something with that Theraband. Yeah, and like I just like using it. his hands and pressing on something. Yeah. You know, so that's... Snapping some shit Yeah, yeah. exactly. Just being really passive. Um, and so, so yeah. after you left um, the NHS... So, yeah, NHS. Private, and I did kind of, yeah, private sport. I worked in sport as well. I worked with uh, GB Boxing for a few years, which was kind of alongside working in private practice. And then I've been at the White House Clinic now for... Uh, coming up for what? Eight, eight, yeah, eight, nine years. Um, which is up at Crooks and... Yeah, that's our head office. Well. Yeah, yeah, so we've got actually... 
got nine nine clinics within the group, kind of spread through South Yorkshire, Derbyshire, wow. three in Sheffield. Um, I say three because two of them are really small. They're just like the one room jobs that we have at the gym here and at Virgin Active. Um, and then six others. Um, yeah, team of like 22 physios. Yes. So it's growing. It's good. Yes. It's really good. That must and, be nice, yeah. And hopefully, you know, yeah, all good physios, all really good clinicians. That's kind of our, our ethos really is to kind of give good, solid advice. And yeah. I agree. Dispel a lot of myths, really. You and the White House Physiotherapy Clinic um, are the only physios that I ever recommend anybody good to, to hear. ever. Me too. You know, doing something right. Then. Me too. Yeah, all the clients I've ever. Yeah, and, and do, do you know why that is literally? Um, no, this is on. half my fault and half not my fault. Yeah. Is I have never met any other physios than you guys that are actually decent. Okay. Well, that's. Good I think to hear. most people are god awful. <laughs> so, so, literally, some of the yeah. some of. The, I, I don't interfere too much because it is literally not my area. Yeah. So I've got loads of, obviously I'm a nutritionist. Yeah. So I've got flipping nearly 250 nutrition clients online and they sometimes hurt themselves in yeah. day-to-day life and yeah. go to physios yeah. and then feed back to me the advice that they get. Yes. Some and that, sometimes you should see my face, I just stare blankly. Well, Connie, you, some of the, you've asked me a couple of questions on one of those two bits of feedback and I've also been quite astounded to hear what I'm Some yeah. of the advice, there is, you know, it's there just, is. the things yeah. they recommend are just not real. It is. And, and so I don't... It's, it's sad, it's like any profession, isn't there? You know, PTs, uh, dentists, yes. doctors, any of them. There's bad Nutritionist ones. Nutritionists as well. Sadly, the bad ones always kind of drag the reputation of that profession into the floor. So people can get quite weary, can't they? That's the thing. If you have a bad experience, if you see a bad physio, you're not likely to go to see another physio. Let's be fair. It's quite difficult to go and then see True. another physio, isn't it? True. Um, well, again, unless you're deep into the industry, you're not to know that there are... Good and... De- yeah, yeah, there are different avenues and there are good yeah. and it, there's such a scale. Well, I think that's the same for any, yeah, I suppose any job where people are entrusting their... Mm-hmm. their they're entrusting of your knowledge. They want... You know, they, go, they come to you for help and mm. if you help them in a bad way, then they're going to be like, well, mm. they're all like that. All right, I've got a question then. Let's play a game. Okay. Greg, yeah. you you ask me yeah. why most nutritionists suck. Okay. And I'll tell you. <laughs> then I'm going to ask you why most personal trainers suck, and you're going to tell me. Because I think these and are... I'm going to ask you yes, exactly. why most physios suck, <laughs> because you're going to tell me. I think these two, for me and you, are really obvious yeah. and easy answers, and I don't really understand <laughs> why most physiotherapists suck. Okay. So you ask me first. Why, why, are most, why do most nutritionists suck? Most nutritionists suck because it's not a regulated industry and you don't okay. even technically need a qualification to call yourself a nutritionist. You can just make an Instagram and, and just start, start saying things okay. until people believe you and you okay. can just take people's money. So you can get qualifications, but you don't technically need to. So it's flipping cowboy land. Mm. There you go. True that. I think that's, that's pretty obvious, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, so, that, yeah so makes well, sense. Why do most personal trainers suck? In an enveloping statement, I, something to do with the fact that the cutoff point for like vocational knowledge that you actually need, that is both qualifi- in like, terms of the qualifications you needed to get to be PTing, and both what is the kind of agreed upon knowledge level you need, is just too low. So what you're saying, the qualification entry level, sucks. Entry, the entry, yeah, level, entry level, base level, knowledge level three is personal just too training. Low. Yeah. Yeah. The qualification required to start. Yeah. yeah. They just don't know enough. Yeah, because it teaches you a lot of stuff on level two and three, but it's all the wrong stuff. That leads into like, I would say in general, it's a perspective issue, is that they don't have enough perspective of the industry, of their own training, of the client's goals to be able to localize an approach. It's too general. So it's too... Without, without, with with something like that, is there a way that there could be like almost a hierarchy, which would be more, people had to kind of 
give more evidence of their quality. Oh, they've tried this before, okay, but it's never it didn't worked. Work. No. Okay. No um, what's it called? That thing where people. So you can, yeah. Reps. Because you can all do level one, right? R E P P E. Okay. P P. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can all do level one and you, then you're a PT. You this can is just it. have a personal trainer. This is it. Whether you're like extremely knowledgeable and qualified. Well, for yeah, example, the, the level two qualification is what you need to be a gym instructor. Okay. Then be on the gym floor, give out any amount of advice, advice. that you want and okay. teach classes and such. Okay. And th that does not extend to physio advice. But okay. if someone walks up to you on the gym floor and asks about physio advice, I get it near enough every day. Yeah. Yeah. They can give it if they want it. Yeah, you know? of course. Yeah. And then level three is the next stop, and that opens you up to fully personal training. Okay. And so the the jump from level two, you need this to exist on a gym floor and be basically a cleaner with a first aid qualification is mm, basically what that okay, person okay. is. To your free range to give anyone any advice, any you, advice want you want is is too small. It's too small. Yeah, because the problem with level three is it's half GCSE PE because level three is GCSE level. Mm, it's half yeah. GCSE PE and half GCSE biology put, okay, together. put together. So it's got heart, lungs, bones. Like yeah. I, I, I for some reason can remember like the flipping structure of a bone. Exactly. 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 You know, like myofat, yeah. So it teaches you stuff, and, stuff, and it's like yeah. good, it's decent, correct background physiology knowledge. Mm. But, then but it it's not actually you, applicable to personal training. The world yeah. of everything, which is like you yeah. said, they don't teach you really how to make personal training programs. They don't teach you how to coach people. I was going to ask about that exercise prescription itself, and like kind of yeah. having not to learn much, about not much about rep ranges or so a little bit, but just not loads. Okay. Does that bleed then? Let's let's finish off the game. Does that bleed into physiotherapy? What's why why are most physiotherapists? But you have to go to new. You have to go to university. Yeah. So what's the game? Well, do you agree that most physios are shit with that as we do? And, think, do you, and could you say why? Or do I you think there's, a, there's a, there, I think there's a real split. There's a there's a lot of very very good physios. Yeah, a you, lot of very. That's why I physios. said I think it's half my fault because I actively don't know many physios. Yeah. I don't actively go out and search for good physiotherapists. Yeah. I just found you guys, yeah. and whether you know this Everything or not, I I vetted it. you the first time I met you yeah. by <laughs> I got put through it. Yeah, without knowing. <laughs> yeah, I, I was asking you questions on purpose that yeah, I know no, nobody knows I the remember, answer but to. But I love that to see I, if you're going to lie. I, actually, I did it as well. I, I, I asked you questions that I knew I the actually, answer to. I actually I like being asked the questions because yeah. I think it's great. I, my my approach to treatment is. I like people to understand why we're doing something. You cannot expect someone to buy into what no. you're asking them to do if you don't explain the reason for it. Mm. Far so often, I, I have this. This is the thing that bugs me the most about physios: is someone will go see a physio, they'll have a, a course of treatment. So we're not talking like one session; we're talking a course of treatment. It doesn't work for whatever reason. So they'll come try somewhere else. They'll come in and I'll say, "Right, I say you've had some physio. What was your diagnosis? Or what was your provisional diagnosis? Oh, nothing. I wasn't I wasn't given one." You weren't what? told what was wrong what? with you. That's the, that's the reason why you weren't told what was wrong with you. That's the reason why you were there. No, but I was given some exercises to do. I was like, okay, and what were they for? Well, I don't know. I would just got to awful. do them. So, well, awful. Okay, One of the well, things I love that you do is when you, you send people or they can get an app and you yeah, send it's them. Great. It's that's honestly, really, yeah, it's great. Honestly, dude, it's a top service. My clients was, feed back to me that they yeah. love it because they can't remember what you've told no, them. No, that's brilliant. And, no, and let's get it right. You know, gone are the days where you've got to draw stick men. For your exercise, oh, yes. No. You know that's the thing. Well. You know people people need that reminder, and it's something like I mean we invested in that in that bit of software just before kind of COVID struck, and actually it's worth it. the one thing that was amazing because people have that, and it, it's that it's interactive. So even when you're not with a patient, it feels like you've got that kind of pathway to communicate in a way which is still kind of is this just a bank of all yeah, the, but basically so we yeah so we just app. we we pull the exercises which are appropriate for what we want, Perfect. change the rep ranges, put the can add, a little add video that you can tweak. how to do it. So the videos are set, but you can tweak the writing. So if there's something that's slight variation of it, you just put that in the text and it's it's specific and, you know, 
each time you might adjust it. So if they return, right, you progress from that. Let's remove that one. Let's add this one. It's a great That's little tool. Nice. It's, it's really an cool. excellent yeah, service. It's cool. Something for like for you guys as well, which I think that like that type of software. But mm. it's that that concept yeah. is something that I played around with the idea of yeah. something that is just. Uh, a dumping ground of information yeah. that you can send people to yeah, yeah, and be like, yeah. go and fish and play and enjoy yeah. all the information I've put here for you. Yeah. No, you're right. But um and then yeah, I mean the other reason, just coming back to the question, um mm, yeah. I think again certainly in the pri- in absolutely in the private physio world, is the passive treatments and this belief that, you know, you must come back for twelve sessions, otherwise your spine will collapse. <laughs> <laughs> This, this is the sort of thing. It becomes that business kind of model versus actually, whereas, you know, we found at the Wilds Clinic actually, you know, if you provide the correct treatment and you see people for the number of times they are, they are supposed to be seen, at some point they will come back because people will have another injury. Yeah. It's not a case of let's just hold them back week to week to week because we've got capacity to tell this person what we want and they'll believe it. Mm-hmm. It's nonsense. Um, and that's how you build, you know, a reputation of, of being a, you know, a good clinic. It's kind of, Unfortunately, a lot of people who... Scaremongering. There's a huge amount of scaremongering, I think. Yeah, oh, yeah. And there's a lot of people who are not they're not very honest and trustworthy, like you said. We, we've spoke about this privately before, mm. how some physios, like you said, they'll play on people's insurance. Yeah, yeah. Where they'll say, oh, no, no, yeah. no, we can't do it. I, I, I literally asked you about this because somebody I know, one of my clients, got advice and they said, we can't start, the, the physio told them, they can't start any flexibility or strengthening work until they've had 12 sessions of massage with them. <laughs> I've never heard I'm, I'm think, I thought, and, and you know me, I'm not a physio, yeah, so I'm thinking, yeah. maybe, I, I mean, just, I'll just, check. And you, you said to me, this sounds there, like... Therein yeah. lies the issue. Someone like yourself that is in the industry and is smart is has a suspension that's of fun. disbelief. Yeah. Cause, and, and that's you. And it, Joe Blogs off the street is just going to... Yeah, the lady that know. Yeah, yeah, that right sounds well. fine. When, when you go see someone for advice, you, you shouldn't be needing to enter that conversation with assertiveness to be like, can you give me the justification? <laughs> you're going there for help. So you're trusting of that person's yes. opinion. And I think that's one of the things actually is knowing like what, how would you put it? Like, you know how you were saying before that I don't, you can often bring up a topic that I don't know much about to do with the industry. And it's weird that I don't know it because I'm in the industry, but it's because I only know the, the sort of immediately practical things that you need to know. Okay. I think it's necessary to teach people why they're doing things because there's a there's a gap between doing something that someone has told you to do because they've told you to do it versus understanding Understand why, why. Yeah. and having a sort of reverse engineering process mm-hmm. in your own brain yeah. of knowing that this is why and so that's like, I need to do that. Because yeah. then immediately if you just walk yeah. in somewhere like if I go into a physiotherapist, even though I might not know the specific fix that I need, mm. I will know whether it's on the right track or not or just not. by reasonable yeah. deduction because yeah. I already have a reasonable grasp of, it, of yeah. how muscular But, but Joe Bloggs, average, average person attending, doesn't. Exists the issue. They're yeah. there, they're yeah. going for the help and because they, they don't know the that. answer. So, you know, that, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a tricky one. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I, you know, I hear all sorts of weird things. So patients come in and they've been given an explanation for this and you're like, right, okay. And the thing is, it's difficult because you can't, yeah. you also don't want to be there kind of bashing people in your profession and being like, that's nonsense. That is it also rubbish. doesn't do anything for your you know, we can't, It's not our duty to report that person or kind of, Oh, you know, see, that's interesting because if somebody gets terrible nutrition advice, I will say... That's bullshit. That's no, I will literally call it out. But you know, if somebody gets terrible yeah. physio advice, I don't. Don't don't get me wrong. No, I don't times, interrupt them because it's not my there, professional there are, area. There are absolutely times when I will be like, no, that's I don't agree with that. Yeah, but you know, you know, if it's not my area, though, yeah, I don't. And if, if one of my nutrition, so say, clients, I think that's the sort of thing of saying like, I don't agree with that. Someone else might find value in that, but 
that's not how I work. That's not my You're approach. just way more polite than me. It <laughs> <laughs> is so nice well, and polite. He works in a clinic <laughs> under a roof is the difference. You're a, you run around We're on sewers. pirate radio right now. We do pirate radio. Like a little pirate boy, yeah. <laughs> little rat child. That's what you yeah. are. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. It's, it, it, yeah, it's difficult. I think... Uh, because it also does... It, it voids your own legitimacy a little bit. Because at that point, you're, it's just he said shed seeds. Exactly. He said from there. That's why exactly. I don't do it. Exactly. Because exactly. It, it gets into a battle between my opinion and, and, the, and the the clients in the middle and the nutritionist yeah. says this and the physio says this. Yeah. But if the nutritionist is saying stuff about the physio, yeah. that's not my area, no. so I can't. So I just have to... Unless they directly ask me, yeah. what do you think to this? Yeah. Then I'll say, well... Yeah, that's right. That yeah. I don't... I've never heard of anything like that. And as like you said, that, you like hit a second opinion if it was me. The clients in the middle, and they're the, they're the most important person. Mm. So that's the one we need to really yes. be focused on. Yes. Doesn't matter what he said or she said, yes. really, unless you know, unless the help's directly dangerous. Unless exactly. someone's giving them dangerous yeah, yeah, advice, yeah, yeah, then I'll be yeah, like, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, that's tricky. tricky when that like, like when, for example, I messaged you because one of my clients got advice that she couldn't start stretching or strengthening yeah. until the massage thing. I thought this is hampering no, this lady's yeah. actual recovery. No, that's absolutely not. Absolutely. Because so that's why I checked with you away, and then fed back that away, the physio that, said that that's, that that a, that's a classic kind of business model that we'll see from from a range of professions that's similar to ours. So like physios, chiropractors, osteopaths, all that. They'll, they'll have this kind of, um, you call it a business model, it is. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to like get the patient on board to, so that they believe that if they don't come for those, those hands-on sessions, mm. they're going to fall down. And, and until they've got that kind of that belief of the patient, then they've got them hooked. And they know that they're mm. going to be coming back for life. And that's, mm. there's, I mean, I'm a firm believer that there is not any single condition, musculoskeletal, that needs ongoing physio for, mm-hmm. you know, the rest of your life. That's, that's not getting someone better. Well, because physio should get you, let, assuming the physio should be hand in hand with some kind of, physicality as well in the gym yeah absolutely and so yeah physio is the stepping stone to get you to the actual fix yeah. which is a mechanically structured and sound physique that you yeah. have t- tuned through every amount of training that you can yeah. do yeah but the physio is just the creating it's the like taking the medicine so you can get to the point it's creating can, the window yeah exactly yeah and that's all it is yeah and so to, like to that point do, where how much do you think a lot of physios suffer because they themselves aren't training. Like you yourself, you're a physical guy, Big you time. train. And I think yeah. another thing that gives you is like biofeedback yourself. Yeah. Rather than actually just being in the gym, yeah. the actual biofeedback you get of having mind-muscle connection yeah, yeah, and yeah. knowing what it feels like to have a hip and to have Absolutely. a quad. Oh, you're you know? right. And then you can yeah. apply that to your own yeah. sessions and not look through this keyhole that a lot of physios look through you can zoom out and see perspective yeah. and understand that say a knee issue might be an ankle and hip issue and Absolutely. not necessarily yeah. a knee yeah. issue. yeah more biomechanics yeah no for sure it's um i think I, I think yeah that that process is kind of something you have to get grasp on quite early early on really it's uh but there's a lot again there's a lot of clinicians that don't they'll they'll even prescribe exercises that they don't they've perhaps they've even done themselves yeah you know so they're they're asking a patient to go and do some RDLs because they've mm. got really tight hammies mm. and weak glutes yeah. or sciatic irritation, yeah. but they've never, you know, they've so never, they've never done an RDL themselves. Exactly. exactly. And yeah. they're trying yeah. to show like a, and then their knees all the way over here. Yeah, exactly. For, for yeah. Like a valgus fix. It's like, what are you going to do with that? Yeah. One thing physios do, which really annoys me is I feel like they don't probe into what the client already does enough because I have 
personal training clients as well. Yeah. And, or I have clients who I coach them for nutrition, but they do exercise. Yeah. Then they'll have a problem. Let's say it's a shoulder or a back problem and they'll go to a physio and the physio will give them TheraBand row, yeah. which sounds fine. Yeah. But I know they're already doing low row and barbell row exactly. and dumbbell row. So good. Three what? times a week. That, so I'm that, thinking, what are we doing that, with this band? Sorry, is, why hasn't the physio checked with exactly. you? Exactly. What you already do. Again, this is, you know, that's it. It's, not, just in, in a, it's just inappropriate prescription, isn't it? Really? They're just giving people yeah. the same basics. Oh, if you've got yeah. this, I'll give you this. Exactly. Without actually asking. Yeah. I just think, oh my God. And what they're doing, what they're capable of doing. Well, even yeah. having checked what they're capable of doing. Yeah. You know? my, I mean, my, my bias is strength training. So I typically, for most of my all of my patients, the, my element of treatment will always. The, the, the gist of it, the end of it is we'll get to the point where you are independently working on your strength and that's the best yes. thing to keep your body as resilient as it can be oh, wow, I'm so to, to stop. Because we've never sat down and actually yeah. talked about yeah. this stuff and that's, that's nice to hear that. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. That's, it's, got, it's got to be, you know, and I have it with patients, they'll go, you know, it's countless times to get asked this question. Right, okay, is it be, is, would it be better if I came three times this week? No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Like, it's doing not Like, you mm. need to go away do, do these exercises that I've given you. If you need a little loose stuff, yes, that might give you a window for a couple of days to move a little bit easier. Yeah. But it's you going away and doing the work that's going to fix it. It's exercise prescription, people, isn't it? People, they have to follow people, through. People want, they just want that quick fix. They I want think that. that no, think that, Jesus. Is it yeah. not the hands? Yeah, I think you've got the it's healing the hands. Because a lot of physio, I think, relies on two things. Not um, prescription, but time fixing yeah. people and people thinking it's the one time that they T- did yeah. the prescription. Huge. And then also the fact yeah. that people... Don't act, pe- people are injured but don't know it because yeah. they don't test it. Yeah. And that's the thing with the gym is everyone thinks people at the gym are injured yeah. more than other people. Everyone's got a fucking sh- torn rotator cuff or something, yeah, yeah, but no one yeah. tests it because all you do is walk your dog. Yeah. Yeah, that's the exactly, why. Yeah. That's why you haven't gone no to the physio. Yeah, that's exactly it. Time, it. time's an interesting one because you hit mm. the nail on the head there. I think that has been a problem with, the, with a lot of physio and healthcare service for quite a long time. Is that get, actually getting access to see the physio, whether that be through NHS yeah. or going to pay yourself, is almost impossible. So what tends to happen is people, at day one of injury, they start to protect guard, stop using, have you know lose that muscle stretch, all very, very quickly, get into these guarded patterns of behavior. Um, so by the time they actually see the physio six weeks from injury, they're in such a worse state than what they would have been if they just you know seen him at day one. And the physio says, right, okay, you've got this tweet, keep moving keep doing everything as normal. Yeah, okay, there's one or two things that might be a bit sore, but in four weeks' time, this will be gone. Time will heal it. If they had that, if they had that yeah. opportunity to access that straight away, a lot of the time, people wouldn't even be near, needing to go the path of needing physio at some point. Well, another question for you then that will lead on from that is that, do you find yourself, this is an assumption of mine, yeah. I assume that you fall back onto some, some, some bits of information, some percentage of your... Uh, all of your knowledge that you use a lot, lot more often than than the rest of it, and is is there a sort of pool of very recurring, not necessarily specific issues, but but general fixes? Because I know that with my limited knowledge on physio, like I was saying earlier, I don't think that there's been anyone in the gym that's come up to me and asked me a question that I haven't been able to fix. But yeah. most of the answers have been the same. Yeah. Like if it's a shoulder thing, along the lines of it's better to do something now yeah. than it is to wait yeah. and know what the specific issue yeah. is. I'm just like this stuff this stuff yeah. like you know yeah this... gen- general yeah general consensus so you... i think if you look at like upper and lower limbs separately mm. upper limb typically for a vast majority of people these days bearing in mind that the average brit sits for about nine hours a day i think so the majority of us will have 
some form of weakness in our kind of like lower yeah. trap, upper back area, which biomechanically starts off a whole chain of poor movement. So if you've got poor scapula and shoulder health, generally speaking, you're then leaving your whole entire you've arm at risk of developing, finger as well. exactly, <laughs> developing neck issues, rotator cuff issues, medial lateral elbow issues, wrist issues. General consensus, as, as a, if I see anyone with any upper limb issue, is always like, yeah, okay, work yeah. on your lower scapula stability. So like anything to strengthen, get those scapulas pulled back, shoulders opened out, you know, posturally it helps okay. a lot. But the that's world needs more face pull. Yeah, and, and that, <laughs> abs no, absolutely. And that, and that, and that, and that, if you just prescribe that just without that, people having, idea, having yeah. pain or issues, it would prevent a lot of these things because from occurring. So the two exercises yeah. that I do as prehab for all of my clients yeah. as warm up, if it, where, whatever upper body exercise we're doing, I've got a client with a band around here doing two yeah, sets perfect. of 15 perfect. of this stuff. Yeah. And if it's a lower body exercise, I'm going to lose my mic. No, don't pull that, don't pull the wire out. We're going to do this one. Yeah, perfect, yeah. yeah. And the reason for, again, so lower limb is, and this some, some something I've seen. Uh, no, wait, your microphone's gone off. We're back. Um, yes, wait a second. You just say... Testing, say test testing, testing. Yeah, it's good we're on our We'll hear people, as you were, Greg. Um, Sorry about that. So that's absolutely upper limb. And I almost think, like, if that was prescribed to the general population... Right? This is what I'm saying. As, as like, a rule. Just yeah. do these. Yes. Like, in the gym, you, you walk when you, door, when you turn, when you turn, When you hit puberty, teen years, <laughs> yes. do these exercises as standard. You have to do face pull. Face especially, pull, and then what and anything for one lower body exercise that people have to do. Yeah, so, so especially yeah. that lateral hip one that I found. Because yeah. what I found as well is that uh, that opens you up to so many of the principles that you need to do for every lower body yeah. exercise. Like a tripod foot, knee nice and nicely and tracked exactly. in the middle of the foot, the ankle yeah. in line with the middle of the foot glute medius engaged. So that allows you to do compound things like you. Yeah, your squats, so then that immediately stems to a squat, a split squat, a exactly. stiff leg, a yeah. walking lunge. The big, the big, I would say the biggest insufficiency we see in lower limb is, is poor lateral hip stability. So glute medius just not doing like, so that's the muscle on the outside, the small one on the outside of you, not the big glute muscle at the back, but the one that sits towards the, the outside. Bum. The one that basically stabilizes the entire lower limb. What that, exercises do you do for that? Legs to the side and you could do, abduction? Yeah, like so legs outwards? That, that uh, airplane one I showed you is a good one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you okay. illegitimize. <laughs> I was yeah. just taking the piss. <laughs> I, I suppose the easiest, most simplest one would be just like a clam. A sideline yeah, clam. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you add some resistance Bands, to that. Then, yeah. 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 And then if you're progressing that to kind of, uh, typically if you're seeing someone who's doing compound lifts but has that deficiency, then it's just using things like resistance bands to encourage that switching on of that lateral hip so because it's usually such muscle nerds. it's a turning god. point of you get yeah yeah god well you find you find people know nothing yeah. about the how their foot works and then one yeah. day they'll understand it and it'll be yeah. really hard for them to do it but they'll yeah. get it and then it's just a case of do it do well it, this is the thing so a lot, a lot of issues we see in lower limb knee pain you could almost guarantee that at some point stem from some instability in the hip Pronated feet, this term of pronated feet. Pronated means which way? Rolling inwards. Rolling inwards, Flat-footed. Yeah. Now, flat, being flat-footed is actually a thing. That That's a real happen. thing, yeah. But for the vast majority of people who are told they pronate, don't go and waste 100 pounds on a pair of trainers as going to correct your foot position. Yeah. Work on your yeah. lateral hips. I fell for that when yeah. I was younger. Yeah, yeah but it is. I got it's so, them, it's yeah. so easy. And it's because that, almost for far too long, has been allowed to be accepted as a... Uh, a fix. Well, hilariously. Not a, not, not a long-term fix, but a, you know, a short-term fix. You mm. can see with my feet, I had like other way, if you were to call it okay. supinated, yeah. super supinated, and they still put chocks here on me. They yeah. still gave me an... It's in, crazy. An ins oh. it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Madness. Madness. Yeah. Right. So, 
Yeah, we've got any more questions for Greg? I mean, <laughs> I've got loads. I've got loads. We've, I've enjoyed Nerd and I think we should start around. the podcast now. <laughs> I think we should start this podcast we've now. We've been riffing, gentlemen. we've been doing, we bounce off yeah. each other, it's how we go. We've got... We break microphones. We've got 20 minutes left. <laughs> cool, let's go. I've got about 20 questions and you've got a few. <laughs> okay. Do you have? So, so these are like short fire, one fire. It's good, well, it wasn't going to be, but now it's going to have to be. Well, no, these ones are more short one fire. <laughs> yeah, so short answers. Okay, Do you feel short ready? answers, that's fine. Number one. Are knots in muscles real? No. Yes! <laughs> fuck, to no- fuck those knots. <laughs> I knew it. That's why I asked okay, it. What you, are knots? Yes. Yeah, muscles. why do people say this? You can, you can, so, dysfunctional muscle, a muscle that's become inactive, can mm. develop areas of tightness. Mm. Yeah. Now, tightness can present, and it might feel like you've got a knot. It's not. It's just typically weak muscle or unstable yes. muscle. An answer. Set them on fire, Greg. Yeah. Using words. Now there's, there's, now there, there are, you might have heard of trigger points. There's things yeah. called trigger points. So th- th- there is a lot of evidence and theory that trigger points are, are these sort of areas of sensitivity within muscle groups. Now, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's evidence base that supports that. But again, the treatment for helping to resolve those would be the same. Strengthen the muscle. Yeah. Not stretch it. Outcomes the same either way. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. Um, so then, if when a massage <laughs> therapist or physiotherapist is saying, "Ooh, I can feel you've got lots of knots in your I back," think, are they just liars? I think. I think, what, it do, just I think what that does is it develops. It, it, it develops. It gives the the clinician or the, the therapist uh, um, something they can use to gain trust of that person. So it might through lies. Well, yeah, but this is where it well, can be used. It's, it's yeah. one of those sort of ter- almost terms of endearments that any industry uses to simplify yeah. and or okay. articulate better. Okay. But not such a yeah. bad word because you can't not a muscle. No, no, you it's can't. Not a real no. Thing. no, and I think I think it it can work, but it can kind of work both ways. Sometimes, um, I think sometimes you can. There are some positive elements to this, but again. It, you, Unless you can feel that there is actually some tension there, which is sometimes possible to feel. Can you? I was going to say, yeah. can you feel tension you can, in muscles? I think you can see it better than you can see it. So, like, you can look at someone's posture and see where they're tight. If, yeah, if, that's yeah. definitely true. Yeah, so, around the shoulders, you tight through the pecs, typically. But you can't. Can you feel? You can, you, you, I mean, yeah, absolutely. There is. I think that comes with experience. You, you know. But I, I don't think for one second any clinician could stand here and go, "I can feel a tear in your hamstring." No, that's nonsense. You can feel tension. You can feel and, inactivity. Yeah, also. And you can, like yeah. if you poked a glute that wasn't absolutely. going, you yeah. know that was going. Absolutely, yeah. and you can if feel. You, poked you a can feel delt that was all common death tri- start Exactly, common yeah. trigger points as well. There are ones where, like we know in the upper traps, there's going to be there's, there's areas. You know, you probably there's areas that are more sensitive than along the, the whole belly of the muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, but again, the, the whole theory of a, a, a muscle being in a knot is yeah is nonsense. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Okay, there'll be backlash for that. There'll be some backlash for that. But, but you're right, so it's fine. <laughs> We're good. I'll tell my patients that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> can you manipulate the fascia with manual therapies? No. Yes! <laughs> yes. I love how no. the fun you're yes. having with it as well. Yes. No, so Screw those fascia so, liars as yeah, well. Oh things, my lord. Again, things like foam rollers, absolute waste of time. Yes! 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 We had a debate about this. I said screw Besides, you to foam rollers. Right. No. The only, the, only, the only benefits that you might get. Okay, so we're finding. So, no, so there are there are some short term benefits. So by applying pressure to a tissue that's tight, you will get a t- sometimes a temporary um, sort of release of yeah, a, a neural stimulus. Yeah. So it might for a, for a short time desensitize that structure. Yeah. Which then, so yeah, pre-training. Which then, like yes, I was exactly saying, what I said. Which okay. then can give you capacity. 
to get more from the exercise. Yes. So there is there is <laughs> pre-training benefit. But as a means of nah. kind of coming home, as a means of, <laughs> as a means of coming home and rolling on it for half an hour oh, because no. it's going to help your IT band, <laughs> which is yes. like concrete basically, yes. is, is a nonsense. Yes, you can't but do I anything think, to the IT band. I, I think agree. to to I mean I you know sometimes oh. find. Um, if I've got a patient, you know, stiff shoulder, frozen shoulder, something like that, a little bit, you know, loosening through, whether it be hands-on or, mm. and then getting them to perform the movement after, you yeah. will see improvements in range. Yeah. However, if you don't act on that, yeah. within a day, it's back to where it was. Yeah. No. So, and that's yeah. why I've always said it's got to be it's got to give you the, It's going to give you the window, basically, yeah. and that's the way it needs to be described you, as well. You found <laughs> it's reduced some of your pains before training, were you telling me? It can. So that's desensitized, that's what I was sort of saying. Yeah. There is evidence base that it does for for a short period of time desensitize the neural system by so, what battering it with a well, roller basically, it just, it, 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 <laughs> yeah, basically creating another stimulus so it's kind of just because the exercise so does not feel you, as bad as the roller because i, I attribute 100 percent of my income ability which used to be terrible to all i did was i would fo foam roll the length of all the tissue yeah. from well you know all the tissue yeah. um for two minutes and then do about a 30 second uh, bent flexed knee, yeah. knee tracking forward, okay. kind of pulsating. And yeah. I do that maybe like three times a week for however long I did it, a month, couple months or two. And, and that got me excellent ankle mobility. Yeah. And that's about all I did. So yeah. would, but would you say that was more, like what was doing more? I, th I think I think the second part to that was probably mm. doing more. So the, the roller might have just created that window for it to yeah. move okay, a bit so more the ease. And, yeah. then, and then the exercises you did to follow that is what got it stronger. And how much more adaptive. less effective do you think it would have been without that window it, opening? It, I, it would have still got there. Yeah. It would have just taken probably a bit longer. Interesting. Yeah. So perhaps combined could be. Useful. I think so. I think if used in the right way, but where there, there really has to be specificity to where it's prescribed in, as agree. the only thing. No. Then sure it's a waste not. of time. You're just inflicting pain in yourself. <coughs> I agree. <laughs> Amazing. So and, and messing about with the fascia, not real. Yeah. What about that metal blade just, people run on you? What's that? What's that? We called? just fall down, wouldn't we? If our fascial tissue was that receptive. I love it. We'd collapse. I love it. This, this, this we? one, well, this this one might this is this might be real or no real. <laughs> okay, I'm not sure about this one. Can a tight neck and shoulders cause headaches? Uh, yes, Ooh, you can interesting. get tension headaches. Interesting. Um, typically, so the most superior attachment of kind of your trapezius muscle, and there's mm. a few other muscles that come up into it. Bearing in mind these muscles are working all the time. Postural muscles are working all superior the time. Superior just means the highest, right, the highest yeah. point. Yeah. So. These are, these are working all the time. Now, their attachments around some of the junctions in the upper neck, mm. there's a lot of sensitive tissues in there. Mm. So you've got all your nerve branches that fire off. You've got your central nervous system in the middle of that. Now, if there is, if there is a lot of tension, typically, again, weakness, I would say, would be upper back weakness, which this is where the muscle is attaching to at the base of the skull. Um, it, can, it can create uh, irritations, inflammations around there, which can cause headaches. Yeah, that is legit. Interesting. Really good. I thought that was a great answer. Thank you. Can you have misalignments that can be fixed via manual therapies? No. Yes. Good. Misalignment? Yeah. Um, With manual therapies, no. So like, you mean like chiropractic manip manipulations? Osteopaths like, are into that kind of similar, stuff as yeah. well, aren't Again, they? So they call them adjustments. Adjustments. Uh, yeah. Oh, is this like that hammer stuff where you no, like I knock someone's kind of means more like when you like crack and pop someone's neck. Oh, or, like yeah. more chiropractic stuff. Is that what you meant? Uh, manual therapies in general, I mean, yeah. just any of them really, whether it's yeah. massage, pulling, people have tools, what's no. cupping, bullshit. Any manual therapy might, might, as I keep referring to this window, it might, it might desensitize that structure for a period of time to create a window for you to move better. Mm. 
if there is a crack or a pop in of a spinal type manipulation, mm. that's very short term. They're, they're not yeah. moving any. They're not moving any structure there. They're releasing pressure. Yeah. They're not. They're not. Putting, and if you jump, putting... if somebody could manipulate me with their hands, then you jumped. You just splat. Exactly. <laughs> you can't. You can't just... put. You can't put someone's. You know, be like a jellyfish. Someone's or... disc back in their bag or no. put their spine back in position. It's no. Good. It's a nonsense. Good, good. I'm glad to hear this. I'm glad to hear this. Things are being confirmed. Yes, yes. Good, we love this. Why are chiropractors fake? (laughs) (laughs) Why don't they exist? Why are they fake? Why are they not real people? Why are they just not real? Strange. So chiropractors are not regulated in the same way as physios are. But I'm not saying that's a good thing because there's a lot of regulated physios who aren't good too. So (laughs) So we're not not saying that's a be all end all. It's just, it's a different theory of practice. and if that's what you want to do, then fine. But don't pay people's <laughs> so money for nothing. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> good. Get them told. Fake news. There are, and there are very good chiropractors too who will give proper exercise prescription. Who all, will, the, all the good things chiros do yeah. are physio things. But they will. It's but the they, extra magic but they put will on do top. these. And that's the thing. If it's that's against, spray bottle, they found it too. Yeah. <laughs> ah. I need some of that. <laughs> no. uh, but yeah, you know, again, it's, it, it just comes down to, sadly, like there's the minority who ruin it for the entire profession. Mm. And you know, but uh, there are good chiropractors. There are you know ones who will cover away. And again, I think more. most of it, most it's of the language whether they're used. good or not for any of the professions, can be summed up by just whether they educate. Exactly. Or not. Like if you walk 100%. into a chiropractor and I'm like, hey, look, this I know what you've come for, and I'm not going to give you 100 percent that. This is what I can I can yeah. do for you. Yeah. That's that, right? Absolutely. That works. Yeah. That works. <laughs> and then you can charge me 55. Yeah. <laughs> or more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's one of the things I really like and respect about you guys at White House, where you'll people only really need to have a couple of sessions, yeah. and that, like they come, they come once. You'll diagnose as best yeah. you can, give them a prescription as best you yeah. can, um, and some advice on what to do. Then they go and do it for a week, Very four tough. weeks, two yeah. weeks, whatever it is, and yeah. then follow up. Yeah. And then we either you either recommend yeah. they continue, or Absolutely. you might swap some things, and then just do that periodically. Yeah, yeah. like you said, not weekly. That's what, I mean, that is exactly my approach. At, at the first appointment, I feel it's important to give a diagnosis for reassurance. Definitely. To, you know, to encourage people to Definitely. move. Definitely. What can I, can't, what should I, should not be doing? Because I don't think, it's very rare these days that I would find it quite amazing for anyone to be told to rest anymore. Yes. I think that's, yes. that's harmful. I remember you rice. Yeah. Yeah, it's just harmful. It's really harmful. I remember you told me once that even have to people have like hip replacements and even knee replacements yeah. where they'll they'll chop your knees out and oh. then put a metal one in. Yeah. The next day, the they're trying to get them up on the crutches moving. and yeah. trying to just put little bits of weight and all through. of the evidence base tells or, us that or the, just sooner, moving, the sooner they're weight. moving, the better their recovery. Movement's yeah. the only thing. It's key. Yeah, it's massive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mm. even when we, if we talk about something as what people think to be as. Um, idealized as like posture that there is a good posture and anything else is bad posture yeah. like that you should spend all day like this or something yeah. Even, the best posture is the most mobile posture it's going through every facet that Changeable the spine can posture. do not just being here yeah. or here all day it's spending some time in flexion some time in extension yeah. rotating throughout the day doing everything movements is huge countless patients i see it day one of treatment or assessment you you give them you tell them what you believe is wrong whether that's a structural or mechanical issue, if you explain it in the right way and say, right, this is what you need to get it better, you can do no, you can give no treatment just at that point, just advise them. They will come back a week later and they will be better in a lot of instances because they've had the confidence to be told, right, move, 
go away and get going. It's not you're not fragile. Yeah, exactly. You're not fragile. You're not into guard and protection. Actually, yeah. is that as soon as I discovered that like. <laughs> I can drop them and they don't die, you know? Yeah. I can bounce them off walls a little yeah. bit. We can Resilient. test the waters. Yeah. They don't, they're, they're humans. They don't, they're not going to die. It's fine. Yeah. yeah, you can do some stuff. I've known people get pain relief from your services by you just telling them it's not as bad as they think. Ah, they all I'm not even kidding. You know, people think it's really bad and you're like, actually, no, I've done some tests on you. You don't seem to have any real bad structural damage. Sure. So really what we just need to do is just keep moving, yeah. keep doing your bits of exercise. Yeah. And they're like, oh, really? I'm actually, it's, it's, it's not, it's, reassur- it's, it's all right. Reassur- and then so pain, they feel a bit better straight yeah. away. Pain, pain science is complex, very complex. Oh, very. Um, and people can, can very quickly find themselves in a really bad physical way because of the way that their body has perceived pain. It's Sometimes psychological pain can be, absolutely. There's a huge cost there, there. Yeah. Emotional, yep. physical. Yeah. But again, it, it, for me, it comes back to if you can, if you can encourage, give someone the confidence to actually have the capacity to like, just trust their body mm. and get going, then mm. that's as good a treatment as any sometimes. Pain's a crazy thing, isn't it? I've seen studies where some people with slip discs don't know about it, and some people with slip discs the, have got disgusting pain. The vast some majority, people have got no slip discs, yeah. they've got awful pain. It's crazy, isn't it? It wasn't too long ago there was a study done which basically like MRI'd uh, however many backs in once, you know, they found there were abnormalities in something like over 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 50%. And they didn't know. And, and, le- only, and only something like less than 5% of them had symptoms. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this is the, this is the this is the problem with, with imaging sometimes. Is that people come to you? I want a scan. I want an MRI. Well, what mm. do you want that for? Mm. Well, because I think, well, I want to know what's wrong. Okay, well, it might draw up a load of red herrings of things that actually you have no symptoms for, um. you know, which then a consultant or a doctor is going to jump on. You end up going in for surgery with something you didn't really need to have done. And now it works <laughs> both ways because there are instances where it will pick things up which yeah. are actually yeah. really serious and Interesting. actually did need that, that medical input. But there's a fine line between kind of like you said, how much not- investigation is required. There's not there's not one correct posture like you you're saying it might things might look different on the scan but it might not be an issue for that person no. they might be okay yeah. it might just be how they are I've seen MRI scans of people who've got significant spinal stenosis which is you know where there's a huge impingement impingement on the on the spinal cord centrally mm-hmm. now that that person that, that person should have uh, loss of strength or function in the legs or bladder and bowel and yet yeah. they're functioning completely normally. And I think that boils down Crazy. to that pull. Human body's magical. That yeah. push and pull that you have to have between yeah. knowing the facts and yeah. then also yeah. knowing that every now and then you just have to throw science out the window yeah. and look at what's in front of you yeah. and go, all right, it doesn't matter what I've learned in the past. Currently, this is the issue and it's not playing yeah. by the rules that I know. Yeah. So, whatever you've that's, got to do. Yeah, you've that's, got, you've got it's to a, do. that's the hardest part, I would say, with, with, as a physio, is knowing when is the point to, you know, when does someone really need some investigation yeah. or not? Yeah. Because that, you know, can be could be harmful if you miss that window Correct. in some way. And mm. I guess that's why we, we're insured. <laughs> so, <laughs> don't sue me. <laughs> you, it won't work. <laughs> but, but, you know, but, you know that's, it is. That's, it's something you learn to experience well, as well. Well, it is, it, it is. Yeah, and I think I can remember, yeah, when I was younger, early on in my career, I, would, I, would, I was always kind of keener to investigate a lot sooner than I perhaps now would be a rarity for me to think you need a scan. Mm. You know, unless something's blatantly not right at first first you know first and i imagine point. a bit of that builds with confidence yeah, of having of sent people for scans and being exactly. like ah, that yeah, wasn't necessary yeah. you know exactly yeah. and yeah exactly that yeah. Mm. yeah do we have one more last nice question i've got a couple more nice ones yeah we'll just we'll see how it goes we've got five minutes left um 
not sure if you'll be able to answer this or not. Okay. How, how would a client or a normal person looking for support be able to tell if a physiotherapist is giving them the correct a good one or not, essentially? Yeah. Is there a way mm. that a lay person can, apart from getting a recommendation, like for example, at the Slum Society Show, we recommend White House Physiotherapy. Yeah, it's tricky. I mean, I, I think that... Nice. Yeah. Typically, I would, I would tend to go off a recommendation. That would be the thing I would tend to do if someone you know has gone to see someone. But people if you, recommend if you, other people tarot card if you, readers. Yeah, there. if you actually, if you actually, the questions, the questions I would like to be answered if I was a patient. Every single time I would see someone as a physio would be, can you tell me what's wrong and your reasoning for that? I guess a, a diagnosis. And a prognosis, time of how long? Just ask it why to, to everything. Everything exactly. they give you. Yeah. Just, all right, but why? I think why I think any person it? seeing a physio should should be it, certainly if even if it's a provisional diagnosis, first instance, be be given told you know what what, what they think is wrong, and then a plan of how to get that better. Because if you're coming yes. out of that appointment not knowing, yes, and then returning to yes. see that person again without. So if the physio sort of starts at the, that, at the top, breaks it down, and tells you what's wrong, yeah. and yeah, it goes from the beginning. An explanation. I, I mean, that would be, yeah. It's tricky because, you it know, when people are it? in pain as well, if you're going to someone and you're literally in pain where you you, you can't take anything in mm. properly as well and yeah. you're on medication or whatever it might be, it's quite difficult. You're putting all your trust in that person mm. to just do, look after you and mm. do the right job. It's diff- yeah, it's tricky. I, I guess for anyone who's kind of, yeah, <laughs> recommendation is probably your best bet. Yeah, it's sort of um, knowing how to pick it, how to pick one. Well, recommendation do from from who? Yeah, well, that's that's yeah. Mm, Again, someone good point. from Slim Society. A, a trust, go to trustworthy body. <laughs> yeah. um, you do online consultations y- and stuff, y- don't you? Yeah, as well? yeah. Because people all over, all around the world listen to this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah we do. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we we yeah, we've had people from all over. Where was our second biggest listener category from? I forgot what European country was it. I was, Slovakia. Was it Slovakia? Yeah, yeah. Slovenia. It was something it was like that. Wasn't it? Hilarious. Yeah, great. great. Yeah. Big up and shout. Well, yeah, I was going to say. Here we go. Hello to all those. You're looking from that area of the woods as well. They love love you. This big Viking looking here. Big hands. You haven't seen it stand up. Last thing then. You guys... Are criminally underrated online. Like you do, you do stuff online and you put yeah. stuff online, but yeah. not huge followings, unfortunately. Yeah. So where, but you, you guys are a place where people can go and you, you put out information. Yeah, so we do. What, what's your website and social media? So, so it's whitehouse-clinic.co.uk. Whitehouse-clinic.co.uk. Yeah. yeah, and, and you've got social media, haven't you? Yeah, which is uh, WHC. So for White House Clinic Physio. Yeah, that's the Instagram and uh, Facebook pages. Yeah, lovely. People should go there and we, follow that. We're, start, yeah. we're pushing. We're pushing a lot more. Our uh, social media stuff now has been kind of run by a guy who is a previous patient of ours, but he's kind of closely involved with. We put together all the content in here, and he likes so it makes it look great and good. So I've it's, it's grown. Well, it's it? grown. Yeah, yeah, now compared to where it was a year ago, is is much yeah. much further on. Um, but yeah, we yeah as I say, we we kind of. We try and cover all bases from kind of general and pains to the more specialist stuff too. So we've got some very, very highly skilled clinicians who work just with one particular joint. So we've got a foot. You're a, the a spine foot, specialist. Foot and ankle specialist. We've got a shoulder specialist. Uh, you know, then we've got the sports specific stuff. So ones who are, you know, uh, one of my partners is, um, he's a, a, a elite sort of level distance runner. So Steve. that's, yeah. So that's his kind of, his, his, his thing that he's he surname Canning. Canning. Steve Canning, right. shout yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. The great he, and powerful. He do, yeah. He's what, <laughs> some so of my clients attended hours. one of his running yeah. seminar things. Well, yeah, we, so we do some of these. Yeah. We try we try and put these events on. So I think again, um it's a, it's about trying to give something to people for, for nothing as well. I think there's a lot of really bad information out there. 
So we, we try and put, you know, whether it be a sports specific thing or we did a back pain evening one as well, which just, you know, trying to get the right information to people. So do we. That's what we do here. Yeah. And this is the end of the show, gentlemen, because it's exactly <laughs> one o'clock now. Thank you for having me. And you have to. No, thank you for coming. No, we'll have to do it again. Yeah. An hour's window is not enough. It's not long, is it? No, it's it is not long. Firepower show. <laughs> we're firing on all syllables, guys. It's we were hammering it from the start, weren't we? That, that's as much info as you can get into one hour, isn't it? Perfect. We were talking quick. <laughs> so thank you for coming, Greg. No thank problem. you for coming, Thanks Will. For thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. We'll speak to and see you again soon.